We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Dew Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Live from San Diego in Brooklyn, New York, you're listening to the Solis Report. On tonight's show, John and Devin set the Guinness World Record for most jokes. Later, the boys talk about NFL team building. And then finally, John takes a call from a fellow podcaster. Featuring Devin McIntyre and the Solis Report Band. And your host, John Thank you. Thank you. Uh, let's, uh, let's read some news. Uh, hey, Deb, did you watch the Rams game? Uh, the thing that really stuck with me, uh, what a performance from Cam Akers. Nothing but Green Acres ahead for that kid. Green Green Acres, like the show, Devin, what are these weird, gentle dad jokes? You know, actually, honestly, these are okay. Guys, do you want to hear a few gentle dad jokes? All right, let's uh, let's fire off a few then. Uh, hey, Dev, uh, why do all the disc jockeys hate Devonta Smith? Oh, I think I know this, but why don't you tell me? Because he keeps breaking all the records. Sure does. Here goes, John. I got uh, one. Lamar Jackson got his uh, first playoff win against Tennessee uh, last week. Uh, very impressive. But frankly, I haven't seen such a disappointing effort from the Titans since Cronus and Uranus were defeated by Zeus. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I think it's, I think it's Uranus, Death. I will never pronounce it Uranus. <laughs> oh, they, they like that. Okay. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, hey, uh, Dev, I know he's not our favorite player at all, but you've got to admit it. Drew Brees, I mean, he showed up when he had to. He got his team yet another playoff win, and it was on Nickelodeon this time. 
I read about this. He's been trying to stay in shape into his 40s by cutting out carbs. No carbs. Wow, that's tough. So, so no rice? Uh, no pasta? That's right, John. Uh, it's ironic, considering his noodle arm. <laughs> <laughs> noodle arm. Noodle arm. <laughs> and a noodle. <laughs> Do you remember when... Um, when Taysom Hill got that shot in the head and was like, oh, hard strike right to the noodle, and Drew Brees was like, oh, no, not his arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, was, he was fearful there. That's the one injury that no, no QB wants to hear about. <laughs> um, all right, not to get political with you, Dev, but uh, did you see this? Uh, Bill Belichick turned down the Presidential Medal of Freedom last week. I did. It honestly shocked me. I was surprised, too. After all, it would have been the only thing he ever won without Tom Brady. Um, folks, a brutal, brutal loss for Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers. Uh, we all watched the Browns last week. Uh, ben could not stop turning the ball over. But, you know, credit to the Steelers. Uh, he, he stuck in there. We never once saw Mason Rudolph warming up on the sidelines. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, you know, Ben's the starter. They, they committed to him. Well, you know, actually, Mason was unavailable. As it turns out, uh, he's still stuck in D.C. on the no-fly list. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he had a taser accident with the last week. Just Wednesday. <laughs> was, that, was that him? He dazed himself with the nuts? Well, I don't know. I... Snopes has, uh, has not confirmed or disconfirmed that uh, that was him. I see. It, 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 well, no, no, it, it was him. It's just not clear whether he tased himself in the mess. That might have been someone else. I think. Yeah, that's. that's yeah, that's right. You know, um, uh, speaking of the Browns, uh, one thing that I really took away from these games is you don't need a coach to win. Like, what a thing to show us. That's right. Stefanski was. Uh, he was uh, sidelined by COVID-related stuff, right? But, I mean, honestly, I'm not that impressed uh, with the Browns. Is it really that big of a deal? I mean, I would say so, to go into the playoffs and win a game with no head coach. I mean, Russell Wilson has been doing this for a decade. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, you know, speaking of the Seattle Seahawks, uh, you saw this. They recently fired Brian Schottenheimer. Uh, apparently, he and Coach Carroll couldn't agree on how to run the offense. Uh, they asked Pete Carroll about this, and he said he was looking for someone to uh, take his offense into the 20s. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, modernize it, get that thing going into the 2020s. Oh, oh, you know what? I shouldn't have paraphrased. Uh, Pete said he wanted someone to take the offense into the 1920s. Nice. <laughs> 20s. 20s. Uh, okay, okay. I have one last Seattle bit of news for you here. Uh, Dev, I don't know if you saw, but uh, General Manager John Schneider, uh, they actually just renewed him through 2027, which is surprising. Well, well into the 20s, well into the roaring 20s. <laughs> I, I, I can't say I'm a fan of this move. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm not a fan either, but I guess they asked Seattle ownership about it. And they said, well, it's not like he's going to pull another Rashad Penny. He already traded away our first routers for the next two years. <laughs> I feel like they need to get off the schneid. That's my, that's my take. 
some Eagles news, folks. Uh, Doug Peterson fired last weekend. Uh, surprisingly, uh, he was uh, fairly optimistic about the whole situation. Did you see that? Yeah, he's feeling good. He's he he's, it's already been floated that he might take a year off. Uh, he's uh, you know I don't know maybe he's gonna travel see the world. Uh, I'm not surprised. He's always been a tank half full kind of guy. <laughs> Uh, more coaching moves in the news. The Dallas Cowboys, uh, they hired Mike McCarthy, of course, last year, and they brought in former Falcons head coach Dan Quinn to be the new defensive coordinator. So so they have Mike McCarthy running the big show, and they just brought in Dan Quinn uh, to protect the lead. Jeff, um, i got to say, these hires are, um, I mean, at best, they are inauspicious. Well, John, I, I I know what you're I know what you're thinking, but the that that's not the complete picture. You know, there's more than two phases to the game, and there's one last piece of the puzzle. They have a new special teams coach, Anthony Lynn. <laughs> you know, it's like that trope from uh, Seven Samurai, where uh, they're going around collecting all the specialists, like the right person for. Each job, except here, uh, they're getting the worst possible guy for each job. Yeah, that is exactly that is exactly <laughs> what they're doing. Uh, nice Kurosawa reference, John. Also, uh, speaking of Kurosawa, uh, I'm going to shout out my favorite Texas A&M coach, Yo Jimbo. <laughs> Jimbo Fisher. Wow, you even like that coach? Okay. Oh. <laughs> We've got one more playoff game to talk about. Something we haven't touched on. So. Uh, Tampa Bay, obviously, they got the win over Washington. And uh, for a minute there, it looked like Washington wasn't even going to have a quarterback available for the game. I mean, Alex Smith, he's injured again. And, of course, they recently cut Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, fortunately for them, uh, they did have one quarterback available, Taylor Heineke, uh, who is now famous. Uh, It was his good luck that he was able to catch a bus from D.C. to Tampa Bay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, folks, uh, we've got a fun show for you tonight. Uh, No guests. Okay, wow, you like that. Uh, We're going to do some skits. And uh, if you're lucky, uh, we might have us a phone call, so stick around. So, uh, uh, Deb, you're not going to believe this, but my Rotoviz subscription uh, has expired. And I'd love to renew... But I'm just 10% short. <laughs> I can't scrounge it together, man. Is there any way for me, just some fucking guy, to save 10% on Rotoviz? Oh, this is this is embarrassing, John. Uh, you have a show on here, and yet you apparently don't listen to <laughs> any of the Rotoviz radio podcasts. Of course, of course, you can save 10%. You dumbass. <laughs> you just go to you just go to the Rotoviz podcast page. Mm-hmm. Rotoviz.com slash podcast, I believe. Yep. Uh, and then you put in code RV Radio 2021 and you will save 10%. That's all I have to do? RV Radio 2021 at Rotoviz.com slash podcast? That is exactly right. And you get a 10% discount off of a Rotoviz subscription. Well, looks like I'm about to subscribe today. Thanks, Devin. Thanks, Rotoviz.
we talk uh, we talk a lot of football on this show, but it's also basketball season, and uh, we kind of have to mention that uh, James Harden was successful in forcing his way out of uh, Houston. Uh, he complained enough, and he actually got a dream scenario. He landed in Brooklyn with a couple of fellas uh, called Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And it's just kind of interesting how in basketball, um, a player, I mean, having just signed a huge, I would assume, Supermax contract, can pull a move like that. I mean, don't you think? Yeah, NBA seems totally different. You can just, uh, you know, I guess maybe with the addition of one or two players, you make yourself into a contender. So these moves are a little bit, they have a little more flexibility, Um the NFL, we have some similar situations. Certainly in Texas, mm-hmm. we have some similar situations. But it's unclear, you know, do these, does one player, you know, we saw Le'Veon Belk sort of <laughs> succeed. We saw Antonio Brown sort of succeed. You know, they got off of the teams, but, you know, they missed tons of time and it certainly didn't go smoothly for the, either of them. You got to wonder with, Uh, all of the heat. Uh... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Cal McNair is taking with how he's been running things and the Jack Easterby situation or whatever. Mm -hmm. What are they going to do with Deshaun Watson, who has demanded a trade? There, and maybe this is just a gesture to appease Watson, who was vocal in particular about Eric the Enemy, a friend of the show sleeping with the Enemy. Um, But yeah, they're they're bringing him in, but I I can't really take that as a good faith gesture, given what it took to get them there. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball players strike out with the bases loaded. The best golfers sometimes three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you come up short in the bedroom sometimes, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go to GetRoman.com slash RotoViz now. With Roman, you get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication's appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash RotoViz and complete an online visit. 
take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash RotoViz now to get $15 off your first month. Look, there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. GetRoman.com slash RotoViz. Get started now to save $15 on your first month of treatment. Oh, yeah, I I totally. And, you know, the interesting thing is I feel like J.J. Watt is actually the guy who opened the door to even this happening because when they were leaving the field in the last game, I don't know if you saw this, but it was like they were on camera and J.J. Watt was like, I'm sorry, we've been like wasting your career. Or what he said was like, I'm sorry, we wasted one of your years, like one of the years of his career. But like, you know, obviously you could apply it to more than just one of them. And so like... That clearly seems to be the feeling in the building mm. that that's like you know that that uh, that he's being wasted. So it is interesting. Are we going to have an era of QBs being able to kind of maybe flex their muscles a little bit and dictate where they where they go? We saw Tom Brady obviously wasn't really happy at the end there in New England. They didn't get him any. You know, after like the eighth year in a row where they didn't give them any wide receivers. I mean, they did try in the last year, but they had nothing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there would have been all the rumors that maybe he was even going to be leaving before that. And now he's done Tampa Bay. is a great receiving group. Grant came back out of retirement to play with them. He got A.B., you know. So, like, that, that seems to be working out for him, but I don't know. What do you think with, like, Russ Wilson? That's who I was going to mention. I think uh, Seattle's all over the news, right? Uh, So, as we mentioned in the monologue, uh, they just renewed their GM, uh, Schneider, who nobody likes, and they fired their offensive coordinator, uh, Brian Schottenheimer. And, look, I'm not going to pretend to know the inner workings of uh, the Seattle locker room, but I do know this. Pete Carroll has been extremely vocal uh, the last few days about uh, needing to recommit to the run. And he was even uh, 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 speaking through Tyler Lockett. This, did you see this stuff? It was pathetic. Someone asked Tyler Lockett what's wrong with the Seattle Seahawks offense last week. And he said, you know, I think, I think we're passing too much. And what, what level of brainwashing do you have to uh, uh, do to a wide receiver to get him to say, you know, I think we're passing too much. Those three Did targets. Did he really say that? Yeah, he said. Yeah, I have to look that up. Because of all the receivers on the team, too. Like, he was already so marginalized the second half of the year when they started no longer letting Russ cook. When his cooking privileges had been revoked, right. Tyler Lockett was the one who was punished. I mean, DK Metcalf was still doing pretty well, but he disappeared. Lockett, an absolute afterthought. So for him to say something like that, it made me feel like Pete was in his ear, and that was only reinforced by what Pete was saying this week. Basically, we need to recommit to establishing the run, all of that coach speak we've been hearing for 50 years. And and to fire Schottenheimer and to say that Schottenheimer's offensive philosophy was not in line with Pete Carroll's, and then for Pete Carroll to come out and just openly talk about needing to run more I mean, that is deeply concerning to me. Or if I were a Seahawks fan, especially, I would be concerned because this is a team 
that is setting itself up setting itself up to run a lot. And Russ Wilson, he doesn't want to do that anymore. He's he's ready to cook. He's been ready. Like is that a player you think would benefit from playing elsewhere? And if so, does he have that leverage? Yeah, I mean it's definitely because I mean we were joke about Schottenheimer, but it seems like the difference in philosophy is that Schottenheimer just wants like a like medium conservative balanced offense. <laughs> like you know, we joke that he wants to like run it too much, but it's actually like just having any semblance of balance is like too is a bridge too far for P. Carroll. That's mm-hmm. what it seems like, but we don't know because I I mean when when um. When he got hired, he was just saying all the right things. Like, you got to run the ball. That's that's what the <laughs> offense is predicated on. And it's it seems clear that you were just like, you don't get this job without having that attitude a little bit. Like, right. he was just pleasing the boss. And maybe this was the year that he was like, okay, we're going to, like, maybe try to, like, open things up a little bit. And they just, like... They did it. They put it right back in the closet after like blowing the doors off the league for six weeks, and they were just like, "Nope." <laughs> it's inexplicable to me that they would shift away from that. If there was an injury to Russ, or if COVID had had uh, swarmed its way through the wide receiver room, there would be some something I could point to. But I was looking at the records. And and really, it was a series of excellent, extremely productive, passing-oriented games, and then for no reason I can divine, uh, a shift back to the old ways. Do you do you know why they did that? Do you have any ideas? No, I. It's, 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 I mean, they talked a little bit about how you know, speculating that once teams started to, you know, no longer have extra guys in the box to stop the run, and were just had more defensive backs out there that Russell Wilson was struggling, but I mean, it doesn't really make any sense to me. So I think that, I think that that was more just like, you know, just like a player like Lockett and some of these other players put on the spot, just sort of throwing that out, not like actual insight into, to what happened. I think probably they did not make adjustments to defenses, seeing what they were doing. Mm -hmm. um, And just, kept doing the same exact stuff, but I, I, I'm not sure that that's the case. You know, if if they've ever played from behind in the fourth quarter, and I know they have, uh, guess what, guys? That's a great simulation for being a, a predictable passing offense. How do you cope with that? They know you're going to pass. You're going to pass. How do we make it work? And for 10 years, Russ Wilson has made it work. Um, it just seems like the weirdest cop-out. Uh, if you're a good passing attack, they can know you're going to pass, and you can still get it done. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly when he has been doing his, all the successful passing he's, he's done in his career was exactly when the other team knew they were going to do it, coming from behind for like fourth quarter wins over and over again. Uh, I've had it with Pete Carroll, and uh, frankly, even though it's impossible for me to imagine him in any other uniform, I saw Tom Brady do it. I saw Philip Rivers do it. If Russell Wilson uh, wants to be the uh, quarterback of uh, the San Francisco 49ers, more power to them. That's what I think. Ooh, that's an interesting location. A little spicy, right? Yeah. You know, the other it's the other interesting one, they keep talking about, um, because Miami has Houston's pick, the number three pick mm. in the draft, mm. and they sort of speculating. I mean, it's so hard to trade. It's so hard to trade Deshaun Watson if they do try to trade him because, you know, if someone offers you four picks, well, that's not even... 
it costs four picks just to get like a top three pick in the draft. Yes. And then, of course, there's no guarantee that it pans out. So you need like eight general first rounders to get like Deshaun Watson. But if somebody has the top, a top pick like that already, they could maybe make a trade for him if Houston is really, really high on, you know, well, they won't get Trevor Lawrence with the third, but Justin Fields or Mac Jones or whatever. Trey Lance. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that could be an interesting one. Um, but but uh, but but Seattle would be interesting, right? What if they if, if if Russ really wants out and he can say, you know, I'll go I'll go to Miami and they'll give you the they'll give you the number three pick. I mean, they could get they could get any running back they wanted with that pick. Tua and the number three for Russ, and then they could have Tua and then and then uh, Najee here. <laughs> Uh, Hey, everybody. I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and you just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks and on top of that we'll help you get your show pushed out onto apple spotify google stitcher and every other listening platform and the best part is you get all of this for only 15 dollars a month the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup so whether you're starting from scratch or you have an existing show that you want to grow Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash join. That's bwhustle.com slash join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more. Was fun. Welcome back, folks. Uh, so, I don't know if you noticed it this season, but if you squint really hard, uh, you know that little white neck roll on the back of every player's helmet? If you look really close, sometimes you can see a, a social justice message on there, and we thought that was really cool. Um, so, some of you know we have some NFL insiders connected to the show, and they've been kind enough to send us a list of some of the better social justice slogans and we're going to share them with you all today uh, because a lot of us have a hard time seeing them on screen. What do you think about that, Dave? You know, it's exactly what I've been wondering all season. What do those <laughs> say? Well, now we can find out, uh, 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 Dev. Uh, let me present you with a box here, and let's uh, let's jump right in. All right, cool. Let's see. Um, what have we got? Oh, this one says this one says DK Metcalf. I guess this must be his. I guess this must be his slogan that he had on the back of his helmet. It says, Justice for All. That was his selection. Oh, uh, I mean, I guess that's playing it safe. You know, he does he does most of his activism. He, he, he speaks out on the field, okay? He doesn't need to take a side. Justice for All, I guess, I guess that's fine. Who's next? Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, he, he, he's here. Let's see, he just he chose Black Lives Matter. Okay, see, now there's... There's one I can get behind. There's a guy putting his neck out there, and no surprise. He's a, a tough, outspoken player. Um, who else do we have? 
Uh, oh, uh, Mason Rudolph. Uh, I guess he also had a, a slogan on the back of his helmet. Mason Rudolph has a social justice slogan. I, I'm scared to ask, but what is his, what is his say? Uh, it says, "No one can prove I said the N word." <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of interesting. That's interesting fun. Choice. That's fun. Well, there, there, there you go, folks. We got three of those. <laughs> we got three of those. I hope you like those. Mason Rudolph, first time on the show. Um, so, uh, uh, seriously, though, on, on a serious note, Dev, um, player chemistry, that's been a big deal this season. And anyone who's been watching the Bills, especially the last two weeks, it's undeniable. There is a real chemistry between Josh Allen and superstar wide receiver Stefan Diggs. And if you watched any of the interviews with those guys, they will be the first to tell you. What they bonded over was first-person shooters. Like I don't know if it's Call of Duty or another one, but uh, very frequently they'll put on their headsets and play together. And it's kind of a cool way to build those relationships um, in a season that's been kind of marred by like quarantine and social distancing. Um, so I thought that was pretty neat to see. I think it's great. I mean, it's obviously worked for those two. And we've actually learned that other players, uh, they've been coming up with creative ways to uh, to try to build a similar bond uh, to those guys, and maybe it'll carry over onto the field. Oh, they're uh, they're wheeling out another NFL insider box. Okay, uh, well, this must be the ways in which these tandems bonded during quarantine. Um, okay, first one here. Uh, it says uh, uh, Philip Rivers wanted to improve his rapport with Jack Doyle, tight end Jack Doyle. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, you know, he's. Uh they can't count on those wide receivers there. Jack Doyle, he's the he's the constant. What did they what did they do to to tighten their bond? So uh, uh, Philip Rivers, I guess he just fell back on what he knows because in order to bond with Jack Doyle, uh, he formally adopted him. <laughs> That's, there's nothing like that paternal bond. Man. <laughs> there, there certainly is not. Um, uh, we've got another one here. Oh, two of my favorites. Uh, Drew Locke and Jerry Judy, uh, it looks like they attended, oh, like like a work thing, a team-building camp. Team-building. That's uh, How has that been going? Um, apparently not well. Uh, it looks like Locke can't keep up with Jerry Judy when they do the three-legged race. And when it came time for trust falls, I guess Jerry kept dropping him. Um, that's too bad. Well, don't judge Judy too harshly. It was a tough... <laughs> Pandemic-filled offseason. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, well, we got another one here. Um, I guess uh, uh, Kyler Murray and Andy Isabella, uh, they're collaborating on a project this offseason, and they're hoping to work on a connection uh, that's going to benefit both of them. Uh, that's cool. Uh, Kyler Murray and Andy Isabella. You know, I got the speedster. Um, you know, we've been hoping to get him, see more of him on the field, even with uh, Hopkins there. What are they? What are they doing? So uh, apparently uh, they've been practicing sitting on each other's shoulders uh, under a trench coat uh, so they can date very tall women. <laughs> Always a classic. Always a classic. Uh, do they also do those drills, uh, John, to work on um, chest-eye coordination? Oh, uh, Dev, you mean uh, you mean hand-eye coordination? Uh, no, Andy Isabella. <laughs> chest-eye coordination. 
Invasion of the Body Catchers. I remember. Some of you remember. I remember. <laughs> My favorite Halloween movie. Oh, this one's nice. Uh, we, I think we can all relate to this one. Sam Darnold, reportedly working closely with Denzel Mims, uh, rookie wide receiver, and apparently they have big goals for 2021. Oh, nice. Okay, uh, uh, what are they working on this off season? They're digging a tunnel out of the Jets' facility. <laughs> They're making a break. <laughs> I guess they got those matching rock hammers, huh? Yeah, they do. They have a Gilda poster ready to go. <laughs> oh, there it is—the old familiar ring. Um, guys, I'm gonna bet you uh, uh, it's Philly Frank, longtime listener. Uh, Dev, I'm gonna go ahead and just take this call. Uh, yes, hello, Solis Report. Oh, hey, uh, Greg Olson here. Uh, <laughs> I, I heard you talking to some Seahawks. Oh, yeah, Greg, hey, listen, man, none of that is personal, okay? Like, we were just going over the news. I hope you know we were just, you know, it, it's it's topical. That's all. Yeah, I, I I get it. I get it, you know. We had uh, we had kind of a shoddy performance <laughs> here. I call him the offensive coordinator. <laughs> Greg, you've got jokes. <laughs> You got jokes. Nice, man. Uh, uh, you're not with the Seahawks anymore, right? No, contract is up, so, you know, we'll see. We'll see if there's any phone calls. Maybe it'll be the broadcasting booth Ooh. next year. Yeah, that could be a good fit. You've got, uh, you've got the, the, the voice for it. You've got the know-how. Yeah, you know, they've had me They've had me uh, on there before. Uh, I feel comfortable. You know, I've been checking out some of the some of the other broadcasters. I feel like I could do the job, you know. Anyone stand out? Well, I heard that Tony Dungy, you know, and Mike Tirico, they did the game. Did you hear that one? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not super impressed with those guys, but, you know, the knowledge oh, is I good. loved them. You, you loved them? Yeah. They're the best sleep aid I've ever, uh, <laughs> I've ever used. <laughs> you know what I call Mike, Mike Tirico and Tony Dungy? What do you call those guys? Uh, human melatonin. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you use them before bed and you fall right asleep. Yeah, <laughs> microdose. I listened to like one minute of the game. Like a weird, mean-spirited call, Greg, but that's <laughs> that's fine. Um, You know, you did a commercial for us earlier in the year, uh, TE1, your podcast. That was cool. Nice to have a, like an active player of podcasting. Are you still going to do that? I have no idea. You'll have to talk to my agent. <laughs> that wasn't even me. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. Getting I big time. The checks. Got you here on the show. You're sending me to your agent. You you really have gone uh, Hollywood. Okay. Um, I'm gonna let you go in a second, but I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you a football question. I think everybody's gonna be watching Ravens and Bills this weekend. Any predictions? Uh, definitely. Yeah, Ravens-Bills, uh, that's going to be a great game. What do I predict will happen? I'm going to predict a Ravens victory from nice. our Jackson. Nice. Yeah, you know why you know I wear those sunglasses, right? Oh, he's saying his finer shades. Uh, uh, no, why? Why does he wear them? Because his future is so bright. <laughs> I heard those, I heard those <laughs> gentle dad jokes 
Nice, nice. Well, uh, Greg, thank you so much for taking the time and, and calling in. We really do wish you the best uh, in all your endeavors moving forward. Well, thanks. Uh, and anytime, uh, I'm a big fan of the show and podcasting in general. Well, Jeff, uh, another fun uh, solo show. I'm actually going to kind of like these. Uh, the last time we didn't have a guest, uh, you ambushed me in the final moments uh, with the request. The request we ask every guest, which is, uh, can you tell a pocket joke? And, um, you know, people always tell me, hey, John, I don't know what a pocket joke is. Uh, no one says pocket joke but you. Uh, you keep saying it like everybody knows, but, you know, it's something you made up. So, so what I mean is, when I say a pocket joke... I'm talking about a, a, a kind of a story joke, the kind that kids used to tell each other on the playgrounds in, in the 90s. And um, uh, it's usually elaborate, and maybe there's three parts, or uh, but it goes somewhere, and it tells a story, and there's a gratifying punchline at the end. And it's the kind of joke that uh, uh, maybe you heard it from your uh, 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 silly uncle or or the class clown, but you held on to it because it was so good. So, uh, Dev, that elaborate explanation having been given to you, are you able to stun us with a pocket joke of your own? Oh, I don't know. I knew this moment was coming eventually. This day, I guess. <laughs> uh huh. This moment on this day, I, 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 I will give it a try. I, have a, I do have a joke. Okay. Well, uh, 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 let's get a drum roll in here. Oh, Dev, I guess that's you. Give yourself a drum roll, and, uh, good. Here's the deal. There's this There's this kid, you know, he's just kind of 90-pound weakling type, right? Let's call him Johnny. Let's call him <laughs> Little Johnny. Okay, the, okay, that's fine. Go ahead. Is that fine? Anyway, you know, he's, he, he, you know, you know the type. Anyway, he goes to the beach, he just gets ignored by, he gets ignored by the ladies, and mm-hmm. He's really he's he's feeling embarrassed, you know, and he and he and he sees he sees just like these tanned, like well muscled, uh, you know, like lifeguard types, like from Baywatch, and he's like, "What am I? What am I doing wrong? Other than that, I'm like nothing like those guys." But <laughs> he sees that, and he sees the you know just like the, these girls fawning over the lifeguard the lifeguard tower. And he's like, you know what, maybe, you know, you got to start somewhere. I'm, I'm going to go ask that guy how he does it. So he heads over to the lifeguard stand and he says, hey, look, like, I, you know, I know I'm not, I'm not like you, but, you know, how, you know, the, the, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a, a single step or whatever. So what, what can you give me any, any tips? And the lifeguard looks him over and he's like, oh, my God. But, well, okay, you know. You're right. You do have to start somewhere, and I would say if I could give you just one tip, it's it's the confidence. Mm-hmm. You have you you have no confidence, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and you know you, you, look, I you're, you're you don't you don't have uh <laughs> you don't have the whole uh, you don't have the whole package here. But like, if you have the confidence, you can sell anything, you know. So the guy the guy's like well i have no i have no confidence that is my number one problem how, how do i get how do you just get confidence and he says well here look here here's what i do you take a potato come back tomorrow go 
take a potato, you put it in your Speedo, mm. instant confidence. Instant, <laughs> instant confidence boost, you know? So even if you have nothing else, you'll have that. So he's like, all right, this doesn't sound very promising, but he goes home, he stops off at Whole Foods, and he picks up a potato. He's like, I'm going to, look, nothing ventured, nothing gained. I'm going to give this a try. And so the next day, he comes back, you know, he takes the potato, he drops it in his in his little Speedo, heads right out onto the beach, you know, and he's strutting his stuff. He's doing his best, you know. He sees he sees some some ladies that were ignoring him the day before, and he's like, I, I'm going to approach him. <laughs> and he marches over there, and, and honestly, the the reactions are mixed from from horror to disgust. <laughs> they, 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 they're pointing at him, and, and they scream and run in the other direction. And, you know, Johnny is really, this was his big, he, he did his best, but this was not what he was expecting. Uh, it, it was much worse than he was expecting, honestly. And he, he, he's getting a little pissed off. He heads right <laughs> over to the lifeguard tower, and he says, you know, dude, what? I did exactly what you said. I got the potato. I put it in the Speedo. They they saw me and they ran screaming in the other direction. This is worse than even where I was yesterday. And the the lifeguard looks down at me and says, "Kid, the potato goes in the front." Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health care regimen, including EE system.